0: Yo. Yo, I go by the name I'm of Pharrell From the Neptunes And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push The world up. is about to feel I'm Something, to feel something that they no never felt before <laughs> Come on
1: from ghetto to ghetto, the backyard, the yard. I sell
2: it. What up, what up what, up, what up? San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people of it, Tyler, people of the Shy city, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, aka Hardball Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sandspin of the One and Twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you go to their website at hazelskyonline.com where you can check out all their latest CBD products and order and shop from the comforts of your own home and this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by the LaHood Law Firm keep in mind they have 82 years of combined experience to help you in any tough situations they offer uh, representation in all criminal allegations including DWI aggravated assault, white collar crimes weapon charges and probation violations so give them a call the number is 210 They will give you a free consultation as well. That is the LaHood Law Firm official sponsor of the sports Cry. 736-9760 If you know what you want to talk about It's open phone lines as usual We just ask you to be patient during the breaks And during the segments And we'll get to the phone calls accordingly Also don't forget if you want to uh, Reach out to me or follow me on Twitter It's at Sports Grind And if you want to follow Mike and react, uh, interact with him During the show It's at Hardball as well And don't forget we're streaming on Facebook Live You can leave comments on there And we'll read them if they're accordingly If they're properly and if they pass the screening, we'll get to them. So there you go. What's up, hard? Just Friday. It is your day, baby. It's this Friday. Is what been waiting on. Yeah, huh? ain't got no job. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't got nothing. But, yeah, man, it's Friday, man. I see you decked out in that burnt orange. Yeah, it's that weekend, man. This is the one that everybody's been waiting
1: for. You've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. We had mm-hmm. Chip on talking mm-hmm. about it. We're going to have Quan Cosby yeah. on at 3 o'clock as the player aspect of it and former mm-hmm. sideline reporter. This is a huge, huge weekend for for Texas football. But another weekend is your team. Alabama coming uh, to Kyle Field.
2: Alabama, yeah. Texas A and M. This is the game they brought Jimbo in out of Florida for. Um they haven't really been close in his tenure. I mean, they haven't lost the games since old Johnny Football strolled through there. But uh and what is is now Texas AM are they are they still banged up at quarterback or do they have their quarterback back? No, they don't have their quarterback okay. back at this all. This is this is the backup quarterback. This is
1: still the backup. But here's the thing, and, and I don't wanna I don't wanna beat up everybody at Texas A and M. But mm-hmm. when you bring a coach in that has had one of the top recruiting classes throughout his time. He continues to bring in quality players, and you write a check and extend him, you cannot have a fall off at quarterback that's this bad. Because here's the here's the biggest mm. part of this. Both quarterbacks would have been freshmen anyway. Good point. Those guys are ones that you recruited to the university. Those are the guys that you put your name on as the quarterback whisperer.
2: Where is the productivity right now Yeah, at Texas A&M? That's, that's a good question. I mean, last time I checked, they're like a 16, 17-point underdog in that I'm game. all on Bama. All on Bama. Yeah, that's you. You can handle those big spreads. I usually stay away from that, but I feel you on that. So, yeah, we got a lot of good co- – but speed, though, I mean, we got a monster one in the Big Ten that we've been talking about for the last yeah. couple of days uh, between Iowa and Penn State. We'll try to get to that and cover that game. We got a, uh, some other college games as well, too. Uh, we've got uh, NFL, uh, big weekend for NFL coming up. We've got the Cowboys. We'll try to get to that game, of course. Uh, you know, they've got Danny Dimes – Coming in off of a win in the Superdome, you know, hey, could this be some? I mean, could they get some momentum? Is Judge and the boys coming in with some momentum? You know, is this a letdown? You know, Dallas. Oh man, Giants saying nothing. Next thing you know, it's a fourth quarter dogfight. We'll get to that too as well. We got some other big games. We've got, uh, you know, Cleveland on the road to uh, the Chargers, and I believe I'm gonna, I'm really gonna be paying attention to this game because I'm gonna know, I'm gonna find out a lot about the Chargers' run defense. This game. I'm gonna see how good Bosa and the boys against the run. You know, I gotta I gotta look and dig for these AFC West matchups if you know what I'm see. So Cleveland's coming Still a in without your scouting report. Yeah, Cleveland's coming in. He's you know we talked about it. Baker's got this you know torn labrum on his non-throwing shoulder, so we'll talk about that. Also, the Raiders. How do they handle coming off of a loss? You know, they're they're getting um, who the Raiders got. They've got uh, Bears. They've got the Bears, Bears and yeah. Justin Fields coming into town. Um, You know, so, you know, Nagy, we didn't really get into too much to it during this week. But Nagy is really, you know, buying all in, saying Justin is the guy going forward. I don't know why he fought it so much. I mean, there's obviously something between him and upper management on that. So we've got some other NFL we've got to talk about last night's game as well, too. The Rams bounced back. Seattle took two L's, okay? I think they took an L on the scoring board and then Brussels... Finger, I'm like that. Don't look normal, man. And Stafford got his, but even Stafford, gave Stafford was like mine. Wouldn't like that. I mean, mine was pretty hurt, but that looked like that hurt. And again, it seems like every time a quarterback's getting hurt or banged on the helmet or something, Aaron Donald is in the mix. Like I mean, you know, you know, Carson Wentz has got busted up ankles because of Aaron Donald. You know, Russell comes down, his finger hits so. Rams going there, slow start in the first half, but they end up getting it going. We've got baseball that's continuing to roll, which we'll start here, there in a minute. Uh, you know, we've got day action right now as the Astros are in game two as they get it done yesterday in game one. Uh, they're up 2-1 right now, spoiler alert, on uh, the top of the third. Uh, you got that going on. We've got the Braves and the Brewers very interested in this series. That gets going today, <clears throat> excuse me, as well, too. Also, we've got Fight Weekend. Uh, you know, I know Jonas has been covering this for his site. He's, he's written about this fight. I'm interested to see what kind of he's found out about this. I've been on record. I'll tell you, I wasn't really too thrilled about seeing part three of this. I am going to watch it. Um, but, you know, it's one of those that you just hope for a good fight, but this is part three of this. You know, because remember last time, you know, Wilder, hey, man, my suit was heavy. My my costume came in and it kind of made me tired. I mean, nobody told you to. Nobody told your ass to no, wear that. Hey, thank you. You know what I'm saying like thank first, you. yes, the eardrum he had busted eardrums, but I also remember Wilder going to the, the suit was heavy, man. It was like 40 pounds, 35 pounds. Well, That's I why mean, my legs look wobbly. Yeah. That's why my legs look bad. Yeah. What you got, Sam? Yeah, you said something that I didn't realize how just how much I agree when you said you weren't excited to see a round three of this. Yeah. I completely agree with that until we saw Joshua go down. Okay. Because that was the matchup we were all wanting that was why we were upset because we should have seen Fury versus Joshua. Yeah. Right. But after Joshua got embarrassed, this is the fight. Now again, this is the fight I wanna see. Okay. Like my excitement level did a complete one eighty after after Joshua went down. Okay. Well no excuses here for Wilder on this one. I mean you gotta come I mean come in like hey man, Iron Mike came in with some black shoes and a towel. Okay, come in with less gear, whatever you got to do to get a win. So you got boxing going on this week. Matter weekend. of fact, yeah. I don't want you to have nothing. Dog. Yeah, I don't want no belts. Exactly. Put your gloves on in the ring because I don't want no excuses. Yeah, so you have that going on. So a lot of stuff. Uh, that we got to get to. Also, you got Harge's picks. You got our foundation picks that we'll get to later on the second hour. We'll get to Harge's picks uh, later. Like I said, later on the top of the hour, we'll be gone, uh, joined by Con Cosby as well to get his feel on the guys. You know, what is that? I, I, I'm going to ask him, like, you know, what is that feeling? What are the players feeling right now the night before? You know, this is always an early start. Uh, you know, um, at 11 o'clock start. So I'm eager to hear him from experience of playing in this game and what the players are going through emotionally right now. But uh, we will start with, because like I said, it is postseason baseball. Uh, definitely got a, some games in the docket today. But yesterday, hard the Astros, uh, they get it done to kind uh, of you know, draw first blood. Uh, they get a W yesterday against the Sox. And now we've got day action going on. But what did you take from yesterday's game, man?
1: Well, it, was, it played out kind of like we we had talked about leading up to it. The Astros bats are just something to be feared. And I I was listening to the game after we got off the air as I was driving home and they said something yesterday about Lance Lynn who had been a dominant pitcher, he pitched well and he was one of he, obviously he was their game one starter, but his velocity went down. Mm. Like he didn't have his good fastball and one thing about the Houston Astros when they hit they normally crush your fastball. They don't miss your fastball. And if you throw above 95, that's perfect for them.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I know Lance talked about it a little bit after the game was that what really got to him, and it's, it's weird that you hear a pitcher admit this, especially during a series, maybe you got to come back and play this, uh, you know, pitch again in the series. Yep. But Lance talked about what really bothered him was the Astros' patience at the plate. Yeah. You know, like he just said, hey man, they didn't really come in swinging at anything. Uh, it was their patience that really was difficult. You gotta tip their hats credit. You know, I was like, all right, Lance, I get you, but I don't know if you want to tell them that, basically knowing that we could see you again. You know, Tony LaRoos' shows, oh, hey, well, you know, you tip your hat, and, you know, we're ready to go tomorrow. It's just one game. You know, that's that kind of case. But yeah. definitely electric crowd in Houston with the fans, you know, they've been waiting for this. You know, right. they they want, right. they want they want they want justification. They they want, you know, this. And you know what, and I don't know. If the baseball gods give it to us. But you're talking about a Dodgers and an Astros okay. situation. I'll put the over under on benches clearing. Just not not no fights, but just coming out like what? What? That right, that right, that so right there. So yeah, you know, I think baseball's in a situation where they've got hards this October. They've got a lot of good possible scenarios and storylines and yeah. ratings grabs. You know, sure. whether you're talking about a Dodgers, Astros, I mean, you're talking about a Boston Red Sox, you know, an L.A. Dodgers. I mean, the baseball can pretty much... They're going to be all right, I think, this postseason with the excitement and the storylines they can get. But when we get back, uh, we'll get into some football. We're going to get into – we got Cowboy James on hold. We'll get to his phone call as well. But we'll dive right into football, look at some of these matchups. Definitely got to talk about last night before we move on the NFL, the Seattle Seahawks and what this means for them with Russell's injury, uh, with the Rams bouncing back after a loss. And Yo, Robert
1: what, Woods started getting passes.
2: Yeah, well, good call. Yeah, that's true. Yep. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Grind, Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Hards. We'll be back. <laughs> All right, back here on the sports grind. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producing Sam spin the one and twos. You know, I can always tell what kind of weekend it's gonna be for Sam on how Fridays, how Friday's music Fridays sounds what he be. How that RB simple? Friday yeah. go? How yeah. that RB Friday go? Yeah, I can always tell. 736-9760 Broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Um, all right, man, so yeah, so what we got to get into, we got to get into a little bit of recap of last night's game and some NFL games before we dive into this Red River uh, game here. But before we do that, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Cowboy James. Cowboy James, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 at 1300 The Zone. What's up?
0: Hey, what's up, guys? Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah, we yes, got sir. you.
2: I got you. All
0: right, all right. Hey, man, uh, I just want to clarify some things before we get started here. You know, Fury Joshua was not the fight everybody wanted to see. It was supposed to be Wilder and Joshua because that was going to be a unification of the belt. It only became Fury when we beat Wilder. That's when that became like, uh, a thing. But uh, with all that being said, Ryder has to win this fight uh, tomorrow because even a draft is gonna be considered a loss for him. And you know, you know, you guys say, you know, this ain't the fight you really want to see or whatever. Well, he still if Ryder wins, we're gonna see this fight again. Because neither really one of these guys are gonna let it rest at one and one. That's just like we and we try. We're we in a tournament. We win one, I win one. How we going to know who the champ is until we do the child breaking? So this fight ain't going to risk that one and one and drive the win. If he loses, it, it, out of there. You
2: know, you got to go to the back of the line. Well, I will uh, say. I got you. Th- thanks for the phone call, Cowboy James. This is what I'll say. I, I mean, again, I'll just say this. it Also, it depends on, for one, the sales of this fight, the pay-per-view vise, and how entertaining or exciting is this fight? Because at the end of the day, I I kinda and I know James knows his boxing, but I kinda disagree that it's a foregone conclusion if even if Wilder wins, because if one of these guys win and it's in dominating fashion, because some people thought it was a dominating fashion last time for Fury winning, but then you had the busted eardrum, you had all this, and the last the first fight was considered a draw, whatever. But if the fight is for one, if it doesn't have great numbers buys and it's not that entertaining, regardless who wins or loses, I don't know if it's automatically you're going to see a part three of this. A lot of this stuff did. Dictates on the movement, the popularity, the purchase buys, or whatever. That's the only reason why. Like I said, this whole stuff with the with the other brothers, the the fake stuff that's going on because they get the the, the, the pay per view by the Paul brothers. Yeah. So yeah. I I James knows his boxing, but I, I'm just hoping for a good fight. I don't have a dog in the race. I mean, I just feel like you know to sit there and say, well, regardless, is guaranteed we will have to see this again. Not necessarily, especially with the upset just a few weeks ago. You know, I mean, because that that guy's waiting. He's going to have something to say about that. But anyway, transitioning back to the football uh, last night, hard before we dive into the college and we'll circle back to the NFL. But last night's game for the Rams coming off of a loss um, last night to get the victory in 12-man. I mean, it was a slow start for them in the first half, really limited scoring. In the second half, man, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, like you said, Woods. These guys got it going. Matthew Stafford ends up over 300 yards once again. And the question that I have for you, Harge, is the Russell Wilson situation, okay? Now, if, you know, with that type of injury, I'm assuming he's probably going to be out at least two to three weeks, maybe, minimum. Okay, could be more. I doubt it he's able to come just back next week. My question to you, number one, are they done if he has to miss any type of games? Because I had them finishing last in the NFC West anyway. And number two... Does this really give them the opportunity for both sides that maybe Russell and Seattle next year is the year that they part ways and go about? Because if they if he can't if he gets hurt and he's out a few weeks and they fall behind the race and the season gets out, I just think that whole rumbling that went on this offseason could expedite that and escalate that to where. They might be parting ways, but how do you think that that affects them this season first off going forward?
1: First off, that's a very, very interesting take about Mm -hmm. how this could end. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the biggest way to fix this is to get people in position to protect Russ. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing for me. That's why he continues to talk about it. I think Pete Carroll, and this is no slight at what he's done there because obviously they've done some great things, But you take into account Chris Carson was out last night. They didn't have their their true running back, their running game, able to go. And you look at the history of this. They've been based on defense. But if Russ is asking you, I need help, I need some time, I need to be able to do this, and you don't make a move, is that something that we need to question Pete Carroll, not Russ? Hmm. You know, is yeah. it time for a coaching change? Not oh. Russ. Oh. You know, is there is, is there something else that's there? Because now you just gave him all this money, and we talked about some other people. How you going to pick up that contract? Who's going to take that amount of money? Now, if Russ goes somewhere else that's got an established line, that's got some playmakers, and all they're missing is a quarterback, oh, okay, Maybe. But I think, to me, it's easier to replace a coach than it is to replace Russ.
2: No, that's a good take. That's a good angle to that, too. Never thought about that. Uh, You know, I know Pete's very tight with upper management there, you know, as well. But it's been a while and things change. And, again, you know, people show up in 12-man to watch Russell run that offense, not so much to watch Pete Carroll coach. So you're on to something there. I just think for the immediate future for them, it is a tough blow. Russell is their offense. Make no mistake about it. I mean, you know – you know, my guy last night, Gino. Gino stepped in. You know, he did what he could do for a while, but, you know, he's a backup for a reason. He's bounced around in this league for a reason. And I just feel in a tough division already, this thing could get away from them. Hell, I forgot he was even on the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it's just going to be tough. And I just think, you know, going forward, like Gino there, you know, like I told you yesterday's show, Lockett gets a lot of his plays on getting behind the secondary and broken down plays from Russell scrambling and buying time. Metcalf is a Metcalf, but at the end of the day, their offense is Russell. And you know what? Things happen to strange reasons. And maybe Pete Carroll, I know they talked to smooth it out a little bit, but maybe removing Russell from the situation will grow more appreciation for Pete Carroll on really what Russ is doing for that offense and letting them know, like, hey, we really got to try to – the situation is, and I'll end it on this note, they've gotten comfortable and they've gotten relaxed of what Russell can do. Right. They've gotten spoiled. Right. That's so why you, he was pissed. Right. That's so, why he was pissed. Exactly. So if you move remove Russell Wilson from this team and they go on a three or four game losing streak or they just end up basically going bellowing up, then it gives them a chance to go like, hey, we got to put more talent around this guy. Exactly. And they're like, "Hello, man! What the whole nation been telling y'all? Y'all <laughs> yeah. trapped up there in Kurt Cobain country and ain't listening to nobody." Uh, but at the end of the day, that's what we've been trying to tell you. But that's tough sledding for Seattle. 736-976. 736-976. We get back. Let's talk about the Cowboys before we get into college. Let's talk about the Cowboys because this is their first division game. They're hosting the Giants. Uh, this is the first game they'll be at home hosting them. I want to talk to that. Talk about that and what yeah, makes. I got a stat starting. for you on that. Oh, too, let me hear that Cowboys. one. All right, yeah, you listen so. to the sports grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. All right, make sure you visit their website at hazelskyonline.com. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. Do a lot of stuff for the surrounding uh, communities and local communities as well. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, Harsh. So yes, yeah, so Dallas hosts the Giants, and I stand corrected on our uh, Facebook Live. This is not their first division game. This is their second one because I forgot they played Philly yeah. a few weeks ago. So this is their second division game. So they're one and zero on the division. Now you've been pretty much straight up, hard about your feelings. You're not a homer, despite what some people think. Uh, but you've, you, I mean, you've expressed this like Philly. Like I don't know, man. I'm kind of concerned. Anything concerns you with this matchup on Sunday with Dallas and the Giants?
1: Well, you brought it up at the beginning of the show when you were talking about how is New York going to to be able to come into Dallas and be able to play well. And I put it like this. The biggest question was, is last week's win for New York in overtime not going to catapult them? Maybe they have a letdown themselves. Mm. and come into the game. I know it's a divisional game, but they had to fight hard to get that win. They were down. They came all the way back. They go into overtime, scored a touchdown, all that great stuff. And Judge, the head coach, they play hard for him, no matter how crazy we think he is. yeah. But one of the stats that I wanted to give you is that for the last four games, the four home games, sorry, the Cowboys' last four home games against the spread, they are 4-0. and
2: Wow, against the, against the spread. Against
1: the spread. Okay, They are 4-0 and in their home games. Okay, So that number has gone up and down, up and down, up and down. Went from 6, six and a half, seven, back down to 6, back up to 7. Mm. And I think we got it at 7 the last I saw. So I think Cowboys are going to win this game, and I think they're going to win it going away. Mm. We talk about the things. Danny Dimes has been playing really good football. He's been playing great. Saquon looks like he's trying to – to get his footing underneath them again. But the problem to me is this. Can he come back in another game where he was featured last game, where he made all the great plays, scored to win a touchdown, but how is his body going to react? Because you know as well as I do, it's hard to come back from an ACL and be consistent that first year.
2: Yeah, I, I think you know it's going to take him some while. I think you did. I think they've been handling with gloves, but this is – and that's what's going to kind of be my take is that – Based off of what he looked like the Super Bowl dome, excuse me. I think this is one of those games. since the division. You you gotta let him. You gotta let him loose. You know, yep. Jason Garrett is also coming back uh, to Dallas <laughs> as the offensive coordinator. So these he wants you to get this one. Jason yeah. True. So he, I think you let him loose, and you also let him loose because I think Barkley as a competitor on who's on the other side. Yeah. Of, of of Zeke and Pollard, especially Zeke. Like Barkley ain't got his big contract yet. You know what I'm saying? And maybe these injuries are going to slow that down with some people anticipated. But I think this is the game that you don't really put it on Daniel Jones because, again, you are facing a team that leads the league in takeaways. Okay? And I also – But maybe he's
1: seeing that challenge just like you said. He's looking over there at Dak and being like, oh, I can play. I can play. With, he takes those risks. You well, know? Yeah, I tell, Joe. yeah, I tell.
2: Yeah, I tell. Dave, look, man, it's, <laughs> relax. Don't get, don't get, don't get out of your shoes because what Dak does, stop, man, that's just like, hey, most guys, you know, you see that dime of twelve. Everybody knows before you go shoot, shoot your shot. They stay in your league unless you're just gonna go swing for the fences. So no, uh, Daniel needs to do what he does. But I think also it comes down to where. Barkley, it, it's 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 one of those that he wants to kind of get his name type going. This is the division. But also hard, what I'm looking at for this before we move on is that how long is it takes? And I mean I'm gonna be this because oh um Clarence Hill, yeah, you know, yeah, I've too, got his tweet, i got his tweet in my head all week <laughs> long, like prime time. I'm like, man, I'm gonna see how long is it before the defenses really start respecting Diggs? I mean the the posing offenses, I mean. Like yep. how? When is he gonna get that treatment? of, Like, yo, man, this guy's got five ints through the first quarter of the season. Do we really want to test him, or do we really? And I and I think you know the lead quarterbacks that they play. You know, they they play Kansas City this year. Speaking of a Patrick Mahomes, yep. um, they don't have Packers on their schedule. They they are not gonna see an Aaron Rodgers. I don't think this year. But when they play some of these quarterbacks, I don't think
1: they play Kyler Murray and they play they play. Your there team, you go. Okay.
2: Duloc. Oh yeah, that ain't that we'll get to him in a little bit. Yeah, it ain't, ain't gonna scare nobody not until he proves. But anyway, when you get the Colin Murray's of the world, the Patrick Holmes, those are the guys like, nah, man, that's Diggs. Let's go. But I think if you do a quarterback that is depending on what side of the bed, Jones, he's still in that category, to what side of the bed depends on what Daniel Jones you're gonna get. Do they shy away? Does Garrett and them shy away to really challenging Diggs? I wanna see exactly how it how long it takes before co- offensive coordinators start yeah. respecting him away. they do but dallas is coming in this with a lot of take-ups they're they're at home i last time i checked this was a seven point favorite a touchdown favorite over the giants so uh we'll see if they can kind of get this game uh going running away as you say Seven three six nine seven sixty. speaking of that another game before we get to uh college and nfl you know speaking of drew lock and i'm gonna say this pittsburgh has denver this weekend And in my opinion, because still today he was limited in practice on Thursday, yesterday. In my opinion, I'm not playing Teddy this week. And this is why. Because it's a situation where percussion, you know, concussion protocol is what it is. But you're playing on the road. I mean, these AFC games are going to matter when it comes to a 17 week and your schedule and your record within the conference. But this isn't a division game. This is a team that's struggling. And not only that, you've got the Raiders next week. See, this, I think the Raiders game is – they're all important, but the Raiders game is a little bit more important to this team than the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I would like to give Teddy that extra week to knock out the cobwebs and to get going. I don't know if you rush him out there to a Pittsburgh game where I feel like their offense has been challenged with Ben. Whether it's Drew Locke or Teddy, you should be able to keep this game close for the defense stepping back. They had an off – the secondary had an off week last week. But I just think, is that you probably let Teddy – rest one more week because you got the Raiders. Because this Denver team is not – even if they win this week, no one's going to give them respect. Oh, well, it's Pittsburgh. They're struggling. They're not going to give respect until they win one of these division games. They've got to beat the Raiders, the Chargers, or the Chiefs before people take Denver series. So I think you sit them out this week instead of playing them.
1: Well, I'll look at it too, and you you, you brought that up about neither team is really hitting on all cylinders. Mm. And the biggest storyline is the fact that the game is a one-point game, almost a pick 'em.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That tells you everything that you need to know where both of these organizations are at this time. Not saying that they can't turn the corner, and to your point, Teddy, two gloves is is what it's all about. Yeah. But when you sit here and you look at Ben Roethlisberger, I think this is a bigger story. Not taking anything away from from Teddy, but no, this I, bigger story right. is is Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger and what's next for them
2: You're right I, that's why I had the doctor just Ben bounce back He said that it's on yeah. him he's got to play better but the bottom line is man your mind might tell you so and you want to but the body I mean they're supposed people are starting to look My at minds yeah, telling me yeah, no. exactly <laughs> and you got you got to understand that The rumors has it that you – pay attention to Juju's antics on the sideline. Oh, yeah. Like, Juju's getting a little bit flustered in regards to – he was wide open last week. And Ben just, like, sailed him by, like, 15 yards. (laughs) Juju's like, damn, man, first Rudolph a year ago and then you go – but I'm the one dancing on the the people's opposing circle. What I got to do with this guy? I want to know – good point, Harch. I want to know that – you're right. The story in this game, does Ben respond – and Pittsburgh respond, because you would be talking about four straight losses right? if they lose to Denver. And
1: you talk about Tomlin last week, and he he will definitely be spending time in the Rooney's office. He's like, I don't oh, care what man. y'all talking about. We got yeah. to make
2: some changes. No, I hear that. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. to be, there's got to be a big movie motion picture on the horizon for this guy coming. Am I missing something? Yeah, there's a, there's a uh, I think it's either Showtime or HBO that's doing a documentary. Okay, a out. documentary. Yeah, later this year. Okay. Well, I figured be do, yeah, do an actual movie, you know, but I don't know who you play Rick James. But anyway, back here on the Sports grind, You 736- know who go play Rick James. Who? Dave Chappelle. No question. <laughs> Murphy. Yeah. Back here on the sports crowd. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Spoke Shop, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. Um, all right, man. So uh here, here shortly. Um I know we've got the uh the interview coming up here uh soon here, but let before we get into that, okay, uh with Quan let's go ahead and get some of your picks, Harge, for this uh for this weekend that you're gonna put out there for the public that we're okay. going to go on record with? Who you who you looking well, at, college pick, or
1: NFL? I'm going to go college right now. Okay. Number one pick is Alabama at Kyle Field. He's, they are going to run them out of there. Okay. It's an 18-point line. You know, I'm normally trying to stay away from it. Right. But they're, the way that A&M is going about this, I think Jimbo is really – He's, he's losing his mind right now because he's not used to being in this situation. They got a great running game, but the offensive line hadn't been playing well for them either. You know, they have some playmakers on the outside. The quarterback has been holding the ball way too long. And I just think this is going to be one of those games that people in, in Aggieland are going to have to take a long, hard look at some of the things that are going on there. Because to my point earlier, there's no way he can be a quarterback whisperer and not have quarterbacks. Like you can't do that.
2: So you're, I mean, I just because you've been on this kick this week, and I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. So you're great with Jimbo is just like we understand their starter is her, but you're saying, hey, this is a guy that he recruited also. Yes. But you're just saying like if you're in the SEC, SEC West, and you are Jimbo Fisher, Mr. National Championship James Winston, like you should have a better backup than this that you recruited. Yeah. Okay. I got you. 100%. 100%. 100%
1: right. Because the quarterback that was going to play, because remember, remember when Sark was saying that this has been real close and all this, this is where we're at. And mm-hmm. They gave it to the freshman. That's the exact same thing. Jimbo said that this was a close camp hmm. between these two quarterbacks. Gaines okay. King ended up winning it, but this other quarterback's just going to be just as good. Sometimes
2: you miss. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you miss. At every level. I agree. So you got got Alabama covering that number. Who else you got? You know, I
1: really am been sitting here, and you kind of got me looking back at what would have been with James Franklin and how is this going to play out. I'm
2: rolling with Penn State this weekend. I'm rolling with Penn State. That's one that basically is borderline – Gonna make my list, but I I, I kind of like that because that's a short number. You saw it it's at one and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is this is in Iowa. This isn't a neutral field. This is in this is in Happy Iowa. Valley. Yeah. Oh, this is where
1: Happy Valley. In oh, it Penn is State. in Penn State. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was. If was, I'm not mistaken.
2: Okay, I thought they were in Iowa. Double check yeah. that. But yeah, please do. Where they're still don't checking don't, Penn State? They're in Iowa, right? Yeah, we'll get confirmation. But yeah, either way, that's a short number. Yeah, they're in Iowa. Okay. Yeah, but, but but I still like that because normally, like we preach in the show, the standard home, whether you're NFL college, you get three. Right. So the desert's telling you right there that this is going to be an evenly matchup despite the rankings where they fit an AP, so I kind of like that one. So on the college side, we've got Alabama covering that number, and yep. you're going with Penn State plus the one. Okay, yep. all right, we'll touch on your NFL picks a little bit later as well. Um, also, um, you know, we still got some other college Well, here's, here's something before you, you get all the way into it. Yeah, yeah, go
1: ahead. It. You know, the injury report came out for the Jacksonville and Tennessee game. Okay. And Julio Jones is not going to play again. So he's Julio's out, out again. again. Okay. And then you're looking at Aaron Brewer, the offensive lineman. He's out. They have so many guys that are going to be out that this game is going – and a lot of guys are questionable as well. Mm-hmm. This game is going to be interesting to see if Jacksonville – can rally around and see what happens and then does this put the
2: titans on notice too i hear you when we get back you listen to the sports ground we we get back we'll be joined by kwan cosby you listen to the sports ground calvin casey mike hards we'll be back
0: Black political power is changing the direction of this country because we're a voice of change and our votes have real power. We have the chance to make a difference again here in Virginia. We must elect leaders who will fight for better jobs, better schools, affordable health care, who will care about keeping us safe from crime and systemic racism and support our families' needs to recover from the pandemic. Let's take action together. Vote early until October 30th or vote on Election Day, November 2nd.
1: Paid for by the NAACP.